struggling with your faith? You're not the only one. You're listening to The Drew Marshall Show. You know, the last time he was here, I made a big conversation about how he hates to play diddly D songs because he gets asked all the time. And now he's recorded one and he wants to show it off. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Houston, have a little listen. This uh, this is sort of, I guess, part two, part two of uh, our live on the Drew Marshall Show thing that we do. We don't normally do part two, but this guy came all the way from Ireland just to give me a hug. So, Brian Houston is a professional singer-songwriter and experienced worship leader from Belfast, Ireland. As a songwriter and performer, he shared stages with the likes of Van Morrison, Robert Plant, Chuck Berry, and Elvis Costello. Oh, that's why he's on the show. He's actually pretty friggin' amazing and decent. Are you allowed to say friggin' on a Christian station? Because it's just uh, yes. a substitute swear yes. word. Houston's debut gig, that's Brian Houston's debut gig in America, was opening the first ever Worship Together event in Franklin, Tennessee with Chris Tomlin. And uh, we're proud to have this gentleman back in the studio. In the studio? Mm, Brian Houston. Can you hey. talk? How are you? Grant, how are you? I'm well. Um, say the word towel. Towel. <laughs> <laughs> now say the word tile as in on, tile. A, on a wall. Yeah. Tile. Tile. <laughs> Same word. We did this last time. <laughs> it's too funny. Too funny. Man. Welcome back to Canada. Thank you very much. It's very nice to be allowed back in the country. Any issues at customs? Uh, no, not at all, actually. No, nope, not allergic to latex? Nope. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no problem whatsoever. All right, just checking. I, Dude, why didn't you tell me you wrote a book? Well, I wanted <clears throat> that to be a surprise. Rock and roll worship leading and how to tell the difference. Yeah, there's a comma in there. <laughs> Somewhere. I like that concept. Thanks very much. And I like the picture. You look like, uh, do you remember the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? You remember that? You ever watch that TV show? Yeah, but that was a black guy. It was. I'm not saying you look like a black guy. <laughs> I'm saying when when uh, Will and Carlton did a little little like high five thing or oh, slap, yeah, yeah. they turn around and whip around backwards. You have to see it. It's not good on I'm radio. Sure you're right. this well, is that's not... the only picture in it, Drew. So you probably there's no enjoy other it. pictures. Oh. No, we we're thinking of bringing out a cartoon version for folks like yourself. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're an idiot. Idiot. I want to. I want to uh, hear how the guitar actually sounds. I want to do a little, little live sound check on air. One two, one two, one two, one two, one two. It's one, not two, not too bad, eh? Is the balance all right? What do you think? You've I've only never, got one ear on, I've so. Never been balanced. Maybe my voice is more in. The, I don't know. Yeah. Sounds fine to me. Does it? Yeah. Why don't you just do a song? I don't want to talk to you. Okay. Can we talk? Oh, wait, are you coming? Are we going to go to the pub after? Absolutely. Okay, then we'll talk there. Sure, that's the best part of the let's, day. Let's play a musical <laughs> number right now. Here we now. go, here we go. If you met her today, you might not recognize From the way that she was 
If you look back on her life, she's been shaped, she's been changed from the child she used to be. She's a better woman now, and she got that from me. From the way that she talks to the way she cuts her hair, from the jokes that she cracks to the clothes she likes to wear. If you look in her eyes, son, that confidence you see, it wasn't there the day I met her. No, she got that from me. And she can steal your breath away when she walks through the door. I plan a kiss upon your lips that'll leave you wanting more. She can make you look a fool And she will feel no regret Do you know what I'm saying, son? Cause I'm not finished yet Don't underestimate this woman You don't have to tell her twice Cause she picks up on every detail She's as sharp as a knife Well, she learns from every lesson there's no mistake she will repeat Cause she is nobody's fool And she got that from me And she can steal your breath away When she walks through the door I'll plant a kiss upon your lips And that'll leave you wanting more she can make you look a fool And she will feel no regret Do you know what I'm saying, son? Cause I'm not finished yet See, I taught her how to cry To play games with your mind And I showed her how to lie And how to be mean and unkind And I taught her ways to wound you to have you down upon your knees Cause when it comes to breaking hearts Son, she got that from me Yeah, when it comes to breaking hearts Son, she got that from me When it comes to breaking hearts Son, she got that from me Oh man, like that, one? that was pretty. Okay. <laughs> and airy, apparently. Um, wow, dude. Thank you. Have you taken lessons since you were here last time? <laughs> That's a new one I just made up. Actually, That's, uh, I'm proud of that one. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot, man. <laughs> Seriously. Brian Houston in the studio with us. Uh, his uh, latest CD is called Songs from My Father, an album of memories by Brian Houston. Uh, some of you uh, who are in the Jesus scene are just all uh, titillated because you think Brian Houston from Australia is here in the studio. Happens all the time. But um, Brian Houston will from Australia will never be on my show. <laughs> you should at least have him in just to compare our height. Yeah. <laughs> he is a tall dude. He is indeed. He is a tall, tall man. When was this released? Just um, last year, like just, the end of, end just of last 2016. year? 2016. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually made that record because of Canada. I was asked so many times for Irish songs. 
that I thought I should do some Irish songs, and there it is. Beautiful. It's all Irish music. Whiskey in the jar. What's Wheelie Whale? Wheelie Whale. Excuse me? Yeah. Is that Will You Won't You? Wheelie Whale. There was a wee woman who lived in the wood. Wheelie Whale. That's the way it goes. All right. I like it. (laughs) Molly Malone. You have to have a song called Molly Malone. Mm -hmm. Black Velvet Band, Roddy McCorley. And the band played Waltzing Matilda. Seven minute track. A seven-minute track. Now, that's the only one that's not Irish. It's written by an Irish person or a Scottish person who lives in Australia. But it's a song that my father taught me, so I thought I'd put it on there. Nice. Seven minutes. How long was Stairway to Heaven? Seven minutes. Unless it was live, then it was like 12. So if you play this backwards, uh, what what will you hear? What does it say? It's it says, secret messages. It message. says, listen to the Drew Marshall. There we go. <laughs> there we Another go. Another such dark yes. message. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, in the CCM world, and for those of you who don't have any idea what that means, that means I want to be your friend. Uh, in the CCM world, Brian has worked... Is that like a foreign language? It is, yeah. <laughs> With third day, uh, Michael W., who still hasn't learned how to shave Smith... Delirious with a question mark. Rend Collective, Matt Redman, Bethel Music, Chris McLaren, Chris McLarney, uh, Larry Norman, dead. Kirk Franklin, uh, so many comments. Uh, Jason Upton and Kevin Prosh. Isn't that a beer? Kevin Prosh. Prosh. I mean, that's gross. Oh yeah, that's right. Wrong one. Um, what, what was your Larry? Have we? When did you work with Larry? I opened for Larry in uh, Belfast when he came. Uh, I think it was the late nineties. Wow. And it was the weirdest experience of my life. Are you kidding? No. We were sitting having, well, he was having a meal, the agent. When you say, I want to clarify that because we don't want to spread rumors about Larry Norman. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) He was eating something. Some food. Food. And uh, there was a gentleman who was the agent and there was me. Neither of us were eating, which was weird to begin with. And then we're just making small talk, and and I, I said, you know, so Larry, you know, you've, at that stage I was still doing carpentry work during the day, mm-hmm. and uh, music at night, and I said, so what do you do all day? And he said, if I tell you I'm in the studio, will that make you happy? And I was like, dude, it's just a question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was a very odd. Mr. Reed into everything. Yeah. yeah, and then we went up to his hotel room and we rehearsed for a while. And the next night we played a show and we had worked out that he would sing on my song, We Don't Need Religion. Okay. And I would sing on Rock a Dozen Roll with him. Nice. And I got up and I started playing my tune and uh, he just stood and mocked me from the side of the stage. Well, from about five or six feet away. He just like pulled faces and did all kinds of things and I felt like an idiot. (laughs) Thanks, Larry. Wow. He was one of the most interesting human beings. I mean, I would almost mm-hmm. wonder if there was some, like, legitimate... I mean, look, I had an hour and a half interview with him on the show here. I don't know if you've ever heard it. It was fascinating, and Larry was formative in my faith stuff early on. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was weird. Yeah, and I wonder if there was bipolar stuff there. Or, you know, he came through the 60s, you know. Oh, just drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but also, I think, you know, if you've been treated like a legend your whole life, that's got that's to unhand you. Yeah. You know, if people really think you're famous and honor you everywhere you go. Right. So it's a feeling you and I have never no, had experienced. No, no. But it's a good segue to talking about Kirk Cameron. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. Okay, so we're going to move on to signed as a recording artist and songwriter with Capitol Records. There's another mm-hmm. Larry Norman connection. Mm-hmm. 
And Thank You Music? That's an English company. Yeah. Brian is also an accomplished record producer and skilled recording engineer, producing more than 25 albums for artists such as Robin Mark, former guest on the Drew Marshall Show. He's been on the show, has he? Yeah, we, we did a St. Patrick's Day special with him. Right. Him wow. and, was that the same show we had Sinead O'Connor? I can't, no. Uh, yeah, he is special, there's no doubt. Robin is special. I don't know anything about the man. But are you going to take the mick out of him? No, I wasn't. I was oh, just, you were serious. Just saying he was special. Okay, all right. Would you stop it? Um, who is it? Sharon Corey? I think it was on the same same show as Sharon Corey. Really? Yeah. Is Sharon Corey on here yeah. too? Yeah. Isn't she beautiful? She is ugly. <laughs> 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 Brian has conducted worship and songwriting workshops all over the globe, including uh, globe, including the UK, Europe, Canada, more than thirty states in the US, as opposed to thirty states in Australia. Hailed as one of Britain's great songwriters by veteran DJ Bob Harris. Really? Yeah. Uh, Brian Houston <laughs> recently relocated back to Ireland from Raleigh, North Carolina, where he lived and worked for two and a half years serving various churches. You know what's interesting? By the way, that's the end of his bio, brianhouston.com. Okay. What's interesting about you is that you're big into this worship stuff. Mm. And I, I'm not a fan of the worship industry. I understand that. Yeah. We've talked about this. Right. But I like you so much. <laughs> it's like um, the guy from the Toronto Airport Christian Fellowship. What's his name? The, John Arnott. John Arnott. I mm -hmm. said to him back when I was doing my show 14 years ago, he was one of the first guys I had on, and I said, I wish you were a jerk because it would be a lot easier to write off your church. Mm -hmm. You are the nicest guy of the weirdest church I know. Mm -hmm. I feel the same about you. <laughs> <laughs> You are the you are the nicest guy of a scene That's that I think call, is weird. Yeah, but you see, there's a worship industry, as you rightfully said. Yep. And then there is worship music, which is not necessarily the same thing. Yeah. And so I'm not even in the worship industry. I message I got from the worship industry was. We can't sell what you do, which at the time that's a that's a uh, a blessing. That's a well, it turns that's out affirmation. To be a, it turns out to have actually been a compliment, but that's at the time it didn't feel like a compliment. At the time, it felt like rejection. So, I don't know. I still do what I do, but I I do it in places like, you know, northern Ontario and northern Quebec. This this year actually went up to 500 miles north of Montreal to be with the native tribe, Cree Indians. Wow, was adopted by a Cree chief. So watch your message. I want to do that. Well, you come next time. Minus 29 at Wall I Street. don't want to do that. Today, when it's like 14 or 15 no, degrees No, that's not here, happening. It's yeah. minus one up there. No, but they have sweat huts, right? Don't they have sweat? No, sweat. What are they called? Lodges. Sweat, lo sweat, sweat lodges. Sweat lodges. We have orange lodges. You see, we're so similar. Oh, uh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. And Masonic lodges. So we're all so, Oh, yeah, tribe. thanks. Don't mention that. That's backward masking right there. Um, for... For worship leaders, for pastors, is this who this book is for? Yeah, well, and for people who have kind of been in the rock and roll industry and who have struggled with the worship industry. Hold on, hold on. I'm not listening to you because I just read the chapter titles. And first of all, there's a ton of chapters. and But there's they're interesting. Understanding your place, wedges and in-ear monitors, 10 golden rules of sound checking, effective rehearsing. Dude. You have no idea how many churches need to have this as regular standard reading for their worship Thank you, team. Drew. That's keep plugging, keep going. <laughs> Competence, sensitivity, flexibility, going with the flow, intimacy, communication, servant heart. Where has this book been? Just written, just out right now. Rhyme, singability, stru structure, range, key, advanced writing. 
This is phenomenal stuff. Well done. Thank you. Ten golden rules of guitar tone. Ten golden rules for leaders. Ten golden rules for vocalists, bass playing, developing dynamics, drumming. Dude, how many drummers need to know ten golden rules? All put, of them? No, I must say with the drumming one, I did put one rule in twice, which was your job is to keep time. I thought it was worth mentioning But seriously, twice. how do they not? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ten rules is nine too many for drummers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ten rules of sound checking, touring, worship leaders, atmosphere. So secular or sacred or both? This is well done. Thank you. I haven't even read the stupid thing. That's just so, uh, chapter titles. Man. Anyway, sorry. I'm Available gushing. on all good. Yeah, where do, they, where do you well, get you it? Can, it hasn't been distributed yet. I'm talking to a Canadian distributor right now. But um, it's on Amazon. You can get it on Kindle. But they can go to your website, brianhouston.com. You can get it there. By the way, has, has uh, Hillsong offered you some serious coin for that website? Because they, they make a lot of They rake in a lot of coin. Would you believe that just in Montreal three weeks ago, I got an email from Hillsong's asking did I want to sell my website? And, uh, and then you say everything's for sale for a price. Exactly is what I said. Yeah. So I, I basically like just tried to be nice to the man and see what happens yeah so if they want it they can have it we just got to talk about the transfer and all that stuff yeah why don't you say to them this is what you should say you just pay me what you think the lord would want you to pay me <laughs> well here's the weird thing because i have brownhouston.com and because i have office at brownhouston.com brown at brownhouston.com i get all the weird emails from as well. yeah, for him for, so yeah, it might be good to get who, rid of that and get yeah get, that wouldn't be a bad thing because i have to forward them on to him right and some of them are pretty ho- horrible emails, I have to say. I never, ever get one saying, Dear Brian, you're amazing. <laughs> you kidding never. me? Never. No. <laughs> They're always some person who oh, hates him boy. for some reason or another. You should get DrewMarshall.com. You get the same kind of emails. <laughs> I was telling everyone at the start of the show, I had some lady uh, emailed, and, and it was just a, a ploy to get me to phone her so she could chastise me and how, okay. how I suck at... at Christian stuff, which okay. I willingly admit to, mm-hmm. but how I she's disappointed about the fact that I I take the Mickey out of Christians so much on the show, and I should I should I should pick on other faiths as well. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, try that out with uh, certain people who uh, are inclined to not take that so well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pick on the Christians who are the turn turn the other cheek tribe. Yeah. <laughs> well, but she wrote in and she said, I wrote it down here. Hey, Drew, somebody claimed they worked with you, told me that you told them that you are a Satan follower. Are you? That's what she asked. Yeah, she wrote that. That's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. She's a real estate agent. I think she just wanted a little exposure. Well, she got it. Yeah. So I phoned her. I blocked my number and phoned her and said, you just wanted me to call you, didn't you? Hey, you just Was wanted- this live on air? You no, I... I should have done that, though. Oh, what did time. I think of that? You should do that. You should call the people who don't like you on air. I they would. could extend your show. I, I would. I would. <laughs> Who's that guy? Sammy? No. Who? Who's the guy from... Uh... Oh, yeah. Georgetown, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Some guy what from Georgetown. I don't know. I don't care anymore. Brian okay. Houston's in the studio. Uh, can you do another song? That sounded so good, man. Yeah, no problem. And can I just say, you were the first guy we started filming. Uh, we don't have the cameras here today because we had an artist earlier and our camera guy had to go. But you're mm-hmm. the first guy we, we filmed. And uh, and since then, we've changed so many things and uh, and lifted the game because I was so disappointed at how it how I treated you when you were here. We bought a sound external soundboard, and it's just because of you. Thank you. Because of you. That is very kind. Could you write a song called that, please? Because of you. Because of Drew. Because of you. Drew. 
Trey. <laughs> What's this song called, Brian? Hey, you are responsible for giving me the best quote I've ever had in my life. I use it everywhere. Are you kidding me? No. Oh, what's I'm this book? If what is it? If Ron Smith oh, yeah. and um, so on had a baby, Elvis Costello or something yeah. had a baby, and give it to, to Van Morrison what, to raise. Yeah, it'd be Brian Houston. Hard Bob Dylan as a nanny or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was an awesome quote. Yeah. So thank you. And yet a little strange. All right, what are we doing? Whiskey in the jar. Oh, nice. buddy, appreciate you so much. Live in the Drew Marshall Show, Mr. Brian Houston. Stolen away my rapier. I 
Um, I had to look up the lyrics because I didn't know what they... I mean, I'd heard that song a million times, but I didn't know. Whack for my daddy-o. Mm-hmm. You want to explain that or... I think it's just a sign you make. Do you know, what about that wee picture on the back of me when I was a wee boy? Isn't That's that lovely? a shocker. What is... Where is your chin? Where are your cheeks? What were you fed as a lad? Um, look, at the, a look at me. I was, a, I was fat kid. I was a very That's fat That's what I'm kid. saying. Yeah, they used to call me Fat Hoosty. Fat Hoosty. <laughs> yeah, I know you great. can't call me that each oh, time. Oh, I'm I come so on calling you that. I'm so calling you that. I want you to send us out mm-hmm. with, uh, with a, you know, it's Easter Saturday, so I, okay. I'm actually giving you permission to, to send us out with about uh, 45 seconds of a good Jesus song, a good something worshipy. Or, I don't do this on the show, so okay. do you, can you pull something out of your hat? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, it's the end of our show, and we've got 45 seconds to hear Mr. Brian Houston taking us out with some actual Jesus music. I'll never know how much it costs to sing my sin upon that cross. I'll never know how much it costs to sing my sin upon that cross. When I survey.
glory die. Happy Easter, everybody, from the Drew Marshall Show. My riches gain. I 